Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Keeping Track of Giving Back here in the Valley. My name is Jay Fisk. It's a pleasure to be your host once again this week for Keeping Track of Giving Back. This is the show that every week talks to a wonderful nonprofit organization that takes care of all of our needs as we live here in the Snoqualmie Valley. I always like to say it's uh, it's the show that spotlights the nonprofits for all of us who live, work, and play in our Snoqualmie Valley. And today we have another very special guest that we'll be meeting in just a few minutes. But before we get to our guest, I want to remind you that uh, even though we have vaccines going out, and hopefully you have signed up to get your vaccine if you're qualified, uh, we still want to be wearing those masks. I keep encouraging you that every week. You know, uh, as I like to tell people, uh, breathing is bi-directional. You breathe out, somebody else breathes in. They breathe out, you breathe in. And the best way to keep both of you safe uh, is to wear those masks, okay? So anytime you're in close proximity of other people, wear those doggone masks. Also, if you are eligible to get the vaccine, sign up for the vaccine. Uh, I tried to, uh, to do that uh, recently and discovered that the first opportunity for me, and I am qualified, was not until the end of March. So uh, if you are thinking it's going to be one of those things where you can just sort of pick up the phone and call someone or go online and, and uh, set up your appointment time for a day or two later, you will be sadly mistaken. Uh, do it now. Uh, March will be here eventually. April will be here eventually. May will be here eventually. But go, uh, go out there and get appointments set and get your vaccine because the uh, more we can get us all vaccinated, the more we can get life back to some semblance of normal. I don't know about you, but I am tired of Zoom conferences. No offense to Zoom. I want to see people smile. That's the other thing. I, I know it's important to wear the mask, but you know what? I haven't seen people's teeth in, a, in nearly a year. And uh, that's uh, that's kind of irritating me a little bit. So here we go. We're going to meet uh, uh, an interesting gentleman. His name is David Moore. He is the president-elect of the Rotary Club of Snoqualmie Valley. They normally meet at the Senior Center in North Bend, but like all of us, we've been uh, sort of forced into this Zoom conference mode, and they've been meeting by Zoom for uh, about 11 months or 10 months. But they, their work continues. Rotary, uh, Rotary, Snoqualmie Valley, part of Rotary International. Uh, we're going to learn a little bit about Rotary and what it's all about. And more specifically, we're going to learn about what the Rotary Club of Snoqualmie Valley is doing for all of us who live, work, and play right here in our very own Snoqualmie Valley. So let's bring him in right now. Let's say hi. Hello, David Moore. Thank you for joining us on Keeping Track of Giving Back in the Valley. I'm so glad you joined us. Now, tell us, you, you said you're, the, I, I mentioned that you're the president-elect. Uh, what does the president-elect mean in terms of, uh, of Rotary? I assume that means there's also a president. Yes, there is a president. We have elected officers, presidents, uh, treasurers, secretary, and a president-elect who is kind of like a vice president, but he's really a president in waiting. And, um, and Rotary has a very sophisticated training process for training people who are president-elects so that when they take over as presidents, the transition is smooth and informed. Got it. And uh, I'm sure there are people listening that are either Rotarians or know about Rotary, but I'm also sure there's a lot of people that have no idea what Rotary is other than when they drive into town, they see the Rotary wheel and... Uh, they see the Kiwanis wheel, and they see the Lions, uh, Lions Club symbol and all the others. So tell us a little bit about Rotary. What is Rotary all about? Sure. Uh, Rotary is the world's oldest service club. It was founded in 1905 uh, by a man yeah, who was a lawyer in Chicago who wanted to get together a group of like-minded people to, uh, to uh, establish fellowship and to also give back to the community. 
So uh, it is the very first service club ever formed. A man who formed it is named Paul Harris. Uh, there are about 35,000 Rotary Clubs around the world now in almost every region of the world. Total of about 1.2 million Rotarians. Wow. And Ro Rotary has been spearheading the project globally to eliminate polio in the world. That is, uh, that's quite an undertaking. Uh, and, I, and I know that that, uh, that has been going on. I believe uh, the Gates Foundation has been involved in that as well, if I, if I recall. Going after big projects like uh, eliminating polio, uh, that's kind of what Rotary does, isn't it? Yes, it is. Now, that particular project is just the most amazing thing. Like all Rotary projects, it began as a, an individual club's project. And a couple of orthopedic surgeons from California went to Mali in Africa uh, to treat people who had polio. What they were doing was they were cutting the patient's hamstrings of their legs. Because what happens to people who have polio is a lot of them become crippled and they can't walk. And as a result, most victims of polio in third world countries had to crawl around on the ground. Oh. Well, by cutting their hamstrings, they, were, they enabled these patients to use crutches for the first time in their lives. And they could actually get up off of their hands and knees. And, it, and so this was you know, a, an amazing transformation of their lives. But the people who went there to do this were saying to themselves, this is nice for these patients, but we should be treating the problem, not the symptom. Oh my <laughs> we should be eliminating polio itself. We should be bringing the polio vaccine to these people and trying to eliminate polio throughout the world. And that's how the uh, polio eradication project got started. Amazing. And I know there's other there's other uh, big rotary projects, uh, international projects that Rotary gets involved in a lot of uh, water quality projects. Uh, and their current initiative, uh, my recollection, is is about uh, world peace, right? the Bill Peace Initiative. Uh, and that's also another big, big project underway. And I, I, I want to drill down a little bit into what your club does locally. You know, so obviously uh, people that live in the Snoqualmie Valley, uh, you know, may may when they were much younger uh remember taking the polio vaccine that sort of thing and maybe knew somebody who had polio i had a couple of friends who had, had polio when i was growing up but but uh you know through the efforts of, of rotary and, and other organizations uh, polio in the united states pretty much eliminated so let's talk about what what you do what your club does uh right here in the in in our snoqualmie valley tell me a little bit about your local projects sure yeah uh, our club has been very engaged locally we have uh, participated in international projects, but we have a strong local presence as well. So I'd just like to go through a few of the things that we did this last winter season to help people through the winter and uh, also through COVID. Uh, one thing we participated in is a thing called Wreaths Across America. And this is a, a national program to lay wreaths at the gravestones of veterans. Mm. So we've deployed 314 wreaths at veterans' um, gravestones and cemeteries in Preston, Falls City. Uh, and, and, a, and we worked uh, with the Girl Scouts to get those wreaths laid. Another thing, uh, Winter Wear Drive. We uh, donated 130 new coats for children and young adults who, uh, who don't have coats to get them through the winter. Also, we all we supplied new socks, hats, and gloves. That was in a partnership with the the casino. 
they ran the the actual distribution of these these um, these goods, but we provided a lot of the new materials. Another thing we did, we gave gingerbread houses to the Snoqualmie and Preston food banks. Oh, those you can't imagine how happy families are to get a gingerbread house during the holiday season. Oh, I'll bet. I'll, I'll bet. Now these were these were the gingerbread kits, or did you have them decorated at first and then gave them uh, and gave them the, the the finished product? Yeah, they're kind of kits, is what they are. So the the families have to assemble them, um, but it just brings smiles to so many faces to be able to have a gingerbread Absolutely. house during the holiday seasons. And we've provided a lot of money to families who couldn't afford groceries, and one particular family that that lost. Uh, a father, uh, we provided two thousand dollars for the family because they were in such need. So, so your Rotary Club of Snoqualmie Valley really does fit the definition of uh, giving back here in the valley. There, you have a lot, a lot of different projects that you're involved in. People directly benefit, as as you mentioned, with the the the, the coats and the hats and the gloves, uh, the laying of the wreaths, you know, the gingerbread houses direct benefit to uh, to a family. Uh, this is why Rotary exists. It's a wonderful uh, it's a wonderful organization. How many members do you have, by the way? 32, I think, at the present. We're always looking for more. You are looking for uh, more. Okay, that was my follow-up question. So tell me, uh, if someone listens listens uh, to you right now and they're thinking, you know, I, I'd like to get involved. I'd like to be part of Rotary. How would they reach out to your club? So we have a website. Uh, it's snoqualmievalleyrotary.org. Um, that um, that website has a calendar on it with all of our meetings. Now, currently, we are meeting uh, every Thursday morning at 7.30 a.m. via Zoom. And we're going to restart some meetings we were doing uh, prior to COVID on, on Tuesday evenings. So the second and fourth Tuesdays of each month, we'll meet at 5.30 also via Zoom. Uh, if you go to our website, there is a link for each meeting. Uh, you just click on the link and it will take you right to our group. Uh, you're welcome to attend. We'd probably want to ask you uh, what you think and talk to us a little bit about your interests and your background. And other than that, you're welcome to listen in on what we do. Give us that website one more time, David, if you don't mind. Sure. SnoqualmieValleyRotary.org. Okay. No space, no underscores. All one word. AquamiValleyRotary.org. Got it. Okay, that that is uh, that is great. And uh, so you are open to uh, to new members. Are there any pre qualifications? Do you have to be a business person? Do you you know certain age restrictions? Anything like that? Or is it just pretty much open to anybody that, that would like to to help serve their community? Well, Rotary originally was pretty restrictive. Originally, women were not allowed to join the club. Oh, and that's the, not good. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't, that didn't change until 1979 because Rotary was actually sued and, and Rotary lost. Yes. So now uh, we, we welcome women in and uh, actually we have a, I would say a close to a 50-50 split in our own club. Uh, the women who have joined our club have just been fantastic. Um, Rotary also used to have this thing that they called categories where you had to, that you had each person had to have a specific category and you didn't, didn't allow overlaps between categories. Well, that's all been done away with. And now Rotary is welcoming pretty much anybody and everybody. And we're especially interested in, cre in increasing the diversity of our membership. Wonderful. So 
So it's it's really changed dramatically over the last 50 years, and, and I think it's just getting better and better. And one thing I love about Rotary uh, is uh, you have a wonderful motto in, in Rotary, so tell our listening audience what that is. Sure, it's service above self. And, and I think that kind of says it all, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it means putting the community ahead of yourself. And it's not about having a big ego and and uh, splattering your name all over everything. It's it's about um, really giving back to the community and doing what you can to help other people out. Well, we're going to come back uh, after a break. We're going to take a quick break here. We're going to come back, and then I want to take a little bit uh, of a dive into uh, some of the projects that you worked on. And uh, I like to always ask as well, my guests, I like to ask them to give us an example of, uh, of a project or, uh, or something that they worked on that is very tangible, that uh, kind of lets everybody know, oh, that's why they exist. That's the one thing I can point to. That's why they exist. So we'll come back right after this break and talk about that. I'll give you a minute or so to think about that, David, when I pop that question to you. Uh, we are listening to uh, David Moore. He is the President-elect of the Rotary Club of Snoqualmie Valley. We're learning all about the local Rotary Club out here in uh, in the North Bend area. They meet at the Senior Center when they're able to meet. Right now, they're meeting uh, via via Zoom on Thursday at uh, Thursday 7:30 a.m. They're going to put together some uh, some additional meetings on Tuesday evenings, make it a little more accommodating for everybody to get involved. We're going to ask David some other questions when we get back. But right now, what do you say we take a quick break? You're listening to Keeping Track of Giving Back in the Valley right here on Valley 1049 FM and streaming at valley1049.org. We'll be back in just a minute. Join us for Northwest Phenomenon Sunday nights at 7 p.m. right here on Valley 104.9 as we cover topics from paranormal activity, conspiracy theories, and more. If you have a story you would like to share, email me, mario at northwestphenomenon.com. We'll see you Sunday nights at 7 p.m. right here on Valley 104.9. Northwest Phenomenon. Saturday night at 9 on Valley 104.9, we'll experience dead air. But not that kind of dead air. We're talking Grateful Dead. Grateful Dead music for an entire hour. Saturday night at 9 with me, Corey Daniels, on Valley 104.9. This is your voice of the Valley, Valley 104.9 FM, and streaming at valley1049.org. All right, welcome back to Keeping Track of Giving Back in the Valley. This is the show that every week spotlights a great nonprofit organization that uh, takes care of all of us who live, work, and play right here in our Snoqualmie Valley. Uh, We do this show every Sunday night at 5.30 p.m., and we kind of do a little repeat on on Monday night at 6.30. So Sunday night, 5.30 p.m., Monday at 6.30 p.m., uh, and each week we spotlight a new nonprofit. This particular week, we're spotlighting the Rotary Club of Snoqualmie Valley. We have David Moore with us. He is the president-elect, which basically means that he is in training to become the president. He will become the president, I uh, believe, around June of, of this year, and the outgoing president, uh, Jonas Means, will uh, Will become the past president of the Rotary Club. Before we went to break, I told uh, David to think a little bit about a project that the Rotary Club of Snoqualmie Valley uh, has done or is currently doing that sort of defines what being 
a, uh, a local Rotary Club is all about and why they exist in our community. So, David, welcome back. And tell us a little bit about uh, uh, about that that project or projects that kind of define what the Rotary Club of Snoqualmie Valley is all about. Sure. Well, so going back to 2006, those of you who lived in the valley at that time might remember a really horrible winter. During that winter, the power lines were out for, I think it was seven days in a row, and it was very cold that week. I was in the low low to mid 30s throughout the whole week that the power was out. Um, and people all over the valley were just miserable. It took a long time for the um, <clears throat> for PSE to get the power restored because some of the major transmission lines into the valley had been um, had been severed way up on I think it was on uh, uh, up by Rattlesnake Ridge and up in the mountains. And during that time, people who were actually working on providing services to people in the valley who needed it didn't have a place to go to get warm. So our Rotary Club thought it would be a really good idea to develop a warming center. And we did that in collaboration with uh, the city and our Rotary District uh, and some other organizations. It was a total cost of about $30,000, but we established the warming center that we had intended to create at the, um, the Mount Si Senior Center in North Bend. And so that's been in operation ever since. And it was done as a temporary uh, temporary idea, and, and here it is all these years later and still providing providing help. So yeah. you had mentioned before that there were well over a million Rotarians worldwide. You had mentioned there were thousands of clubs. Uh, the, the clubs are, uh, are assembled in some fashion uh, in, in districts, is that correct? <laughs> Yeah, so each club is it's a separate entity. We're not really like a, a franchise. We're a separate entity. So each one is incorporated separately. Uh, however, they're arranged geographically in what are called districts. Well, our district here, 5030, is a, has done something that I think is just truly amazing. They have a, a project, a district project that is called Harvest Against Hunger, and it began, oh geez, I think 30 years ago when the university club decided to try to find a way to get fresh produce to the food banks of Washington. Hmm. And you know, most food banks, uh, they get donations of, of uh, canned goods, which is great, but getting fresh produce to a food bank is a, is a separate thing. And a lot of food banks at that time didn't have any fresh produce. Well, can't, there's no, there's nothing wrong with canned goods, but wouldn't it also be good to have, you know, fresh potatoes and apples and lettuce and things like that, green beans. So what Rotary did is uh, we found out about, uh, we, we talked to farmers in Eastern Washington, many of which were just simply plowing a lot of their produce under in the, in the fall because it wasn't suitable for sale in grocery stores. We're talking about perfectly good food that's perfectly edible, but just too small or too large or slightly misshapen, not A-grade quality for display in a QFC or a Fred Meyer. So the farmers were getting rid of this stuff, but they had no way to get it to a food bank. Oh. They needed to get transportation. So Rotary arranged for shipping companies that were 
that were sending empty trucks back from Eastern Washington to Seattle to just pick up some of this leftover produce and take it to a warehouse in downtown Seattle. It was actually, I think, on Pier 90. And from there, Rotary Clubs would divvy it up and ship it out to the food bank. Well, now we're at, uh, Harvest Against Hunger has been doing this in collaboration with Northwest Harvest and for 20 or 30 years. And it is one of the most successful projects of this type anywhere. In fact, a, a few years back, the president of Rotary International said, this is a project that should be replicated all over the world because it is so successful. Wow. And of course, it is it has involved now Rotary clubs all over, all over the Northwest, or most of the Rotary clubs are involved in, uh, in, in that effort now, aren't they? They provide volunteers to do yeah. the separation of the, you know, to, to go down on a, on a weekend and the volunteers separate the the, uh, the food into different uh, containers to be sent out to the different uh, food banks and so on. Yes, uh, Harvest Against Hunger has a th very close to zero overhead because we actually work with the um, Northwest Harvest Warehouse. So now all the, f the produce is shipped to that warehouse mm -hmm. and volunteers from Rotary Clubs all over our district go to that warehouse uh, on, I think it's the third Saturday of each month to help uh, divvy up the food package it up in boxes and ship it out to food banks all across the state. Oh, we, we have about five more minutes uh, and it's gonna go very quickly. And I, I wanna make sure I, I, I get this question in. You've talked about some big projects that, you, that your club has already done. Tell me about something coming up in the next year or two that uh, your club wants to tackle. Hey, uh, what, what sort of goals do you have uh, going forward? And you're gonna be incoming president in, in June, I believe. So uh, as the incoming president, it's always, you know, the president always gets a chance to pick a, a pet project of some kind. What is your pet project? Well, um, so Rotary International ha has really had more of an international focus than really any of the other service clubs. Not to say that they don't have any international focus. It's just that Rotary's focus has been more on international than most of the others. And so I would like to see our club either develop or participate in a major international project during my term of office. Uh, that's one thing I want to see us do. Another thing I want to see us do is expand services in the Valley by collaborating with other service groups, whether they're Rotary Clubs or Kiwanis or, well, maybe the casino. Um, <clears throat> that collaboration worked really well this, this past uh, winter, and so I'm sure we can make that work again. So my, my focus, my goal is to not just pick one particular project, but to expand our presence across a number of different uh, areas and just kind of up our game all across the board. That's what I would like to see us do. Fantastic. Uh, give us that give us that website one more time. You gave it to us before we went to break, but give us the web, your website one more time. Sure, it's SnoqualmieValleyRotary.org. Okay, SnoqualmieValleyRotary.org. Got it. Uh, if you would like to get involved with the Snoqualmie Valley Rotary, go to the website. They are looking for new members. Even if somebody didn't want to be a member but just wanted to help out in some capacity, either perhaps provide some financial support. A lot of the projects you work on, I know, require some, some funding. So perhaps you've got someone listening that maybe doesn't necessarily want to join the Rotary, but they'd like to help out financially or maybe uh, be a volunteer. Do you have any projects where you where you uh, need volunteers? Is is that uh, is that something that might be a possibility as well? 
Oh, absolutely. First of all, there's a donate button right at the very top on our website. You can always donate money directly to our club. That's one option you have. Yes, we are more than willing to have people participate in some of our work projects. One work project that we do is we, we pick up trash along Highway 202. We have to do that, I think, three times a year to, to be in the good graces of the DOT. So you're welcome to help us with that. <laughs> oh, okay. That could be a that could be a fun project. And we do have other hands-on type projects like that, going, for example, down to the to the Northwest Harvest Warehouse to help us with packaging up produce is something that members of the community are more than welcome to help us with. You know, and that would be a good way for someone to sort of do a trial test on whether they want to become a Rotarian is to get involved as a volunteer initially doesn't require a lot of commitment except for a little bit of time pick up trash with you go help uh, separate some of the fresh produce for the harvest uh, for, for the food banks just sort of check out and and, and meet a, meet some of the other rotarians and and uh, kind of ease into it you know gently and if they decide this is for them and they really want to become part of a, a service club doing great things in the Snoqualmie Valley they could then at that time I would guess uh, offer up themselves for uh, for being recruited absolutely yep Nice, nice way to do that. We're about to wrap it up. I always have one question that I save for last. I'm going to throw it out there and let you uh, let you let you feel that I always say, "What question didn't I ask that you wish I had?" So, David, what question didn't I ask that you said, "Darn, I hope he would ask me this." Well, I guess that would be to ask to have asked me about my uh, reason for joining the club or how long I've been in the club, something like that. Well, you know what, David? Uh, why did you join Rotary, and how long have you? Been Rotarian. <laughs> I've, been, I've been a Rotarian since 1993. It's about 27 years. And um, so I I had a, my own business at that time when I started it. I had just recently moved into the Snoqualmie Valley and I thought I had heard about Rotary because my grandfather was in Rotary in Portland, Oregon. And I thought that would be a good way to start meeting members of the community. And you know, build more connections, meet, meet new people, and also give back. So I didn't really know a lot about it going into it. Um, I just kind of dropped in at a meeting and sat in on it, and they uh, welcomed me. They were very gracious, and and um, they uh, and I asked them how what I have to do to join, and they said it's no problem. Sign me right up. So um, that's how I came to be a. Came to be a Rotarian. Why am I still a Rotarian? I think it's just great and wonderful to be able to give back to the community. It just feels good to be part of something that's bigger than yourself. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, thank you. The the uh, the half hour has flown by. I sure appreciate you joining us on our on our show, David. Thank you so much. We will uh, let people know that if they would like to get involved as a volunteer or get more information about becoming a Rotarian, uh, or just, uh, you know, just maybe make a, a financial contribution to help you with the great causes you work on, they can go to snoqualmievalley.org, I'm sorry, snoqualmievalleyrotary.org, snoqualmievalleyrotary.org, and check them out, check out the schedule. You can always email me here at valley1049, it's jay at valley1049.org, jay at valley one zero four org. I'm always happy to pass on your information as well to, uh, to any of our guests. Uh, we have been listening to uh, a little bit about the Snoqualmie Valley Rotary. We've had David Moore 
on board with us here. He's the incoming president-elect uh, and just one of more of these wonderful nonprofit organizations who, uh, who help us, uh, all of us who live, work, and play here in the Snoqualmie Valley. David, thank you so much for, for joining us on, uh, on tonight's show. If you have a nonprofit that could benefit from a little bit of exposure on keeping track of giving back, please send me a note at valley1049.org, that J-A-Y at valley1049.org. I'll see about getting them scheduled in and for a future show. would love to do that. If you have any ideas on, uh, on things you'd like to hear on the show, uh, perhaps uh, uh, questions you'd like me to ask guests or, or maybe uh, uh, any other ways of improving this show, by all means, send those along to me. Also, if you have friends that live outside of the Snoqualmie Valley area and you'd like them to be able to listen to the program, they can go to the website, which is valley1049.org, and in the upper right-hand corner, there's a Listen Live button, and they can be anywhere in the world on the worldwide net. It doesn't matter where they are. They don't have to be in in the valley area, they could be on the other side of the country. If they have internet access, they go to the website, valley1049.org, click on the Listen Live, and uh, they can listen to all of our programming as we stream all of those programs uh, through, the, through the World Wide Web. That's it for this show. Thanks again for joining us. Remember, Sunday night, 5.30, Monday night, 6.30, it is the show that spotlights nonprofit organizations that... Help all of us who live, work, and play right here in our fabulous Snoqualmie Valley. It is keeping track of giving back, and we will be back again next week with a brand new guest learning about another nonprofit organization. Be safe out there, everybody. Good night.